This is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. In the road to Bama, incredible twists and improbable turns along the Crimson Tide recruiting trail. Bama Insider's Andrew Bone explores the history of some of Alabama's biggest stars and how they wound up in Tuscaloosa. Diehard fans follow every snap of their favorite players' careers, but they rarely know the incredible recruiting stories that brought future stars to the team. Bone's insider access and wealth of knowledge make him a perfect conduit for sharing these stories. Andrew Bone reports on Alabama football recruiting for BamaInsider.com, part of the Rivals.com network. Happy to have Andrew Bone join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Andrew, welcome to this program. So you teamed up with Tom Van Haren on this one. The forward was done by former Alabama player Jay Barker. So why this book for you, Andrew? Well, uh, I, it's kind of a funny story. I had been thinking about writing a book for for several years, and I've covered Alabama football recruiting for 18 years, uh, kind of a long time, uh, just considering how, uh, you know, how, how much there's been focus on recruiting over the last, you know, I would say really the last 15, 16 years, you know, people really just didn't cover it, you know, that much, but, uh, you know, with the All-American games and the recruiting websites, it, it really has become a kind of a big business um, you know, really over the last, uh, you know, 15, 20 years. And, you know, very fortunate to kind of get in on it, you know, pretty early on. But, um, but I had covered the, uh, the Mike Shuley years in Tuscaloosa and then the, all the Nick Saban years, um, while he's been at Alabama. And, you know, kind of had a feeling that I was, you know, eventually going to write a book, uh, but really wasn't sure how to go about it. Um, I was very fortunate, uh, that Triumph Books, uh, reached out to me, um, about a year and a half ago and, and asked me if I'd be interested in, uh, in writing this book on Alabama football recruiting. Uh, Tom Van Haren had written a book uh, called The Road to Ann Arbor back in 2018, um, kind of focused on the uh, recruiting journey of several former Michigan greats, including Tom Brady and Desmond Howard, and you know, had a lot of success with it. So they decided that the next book they wanted to do was going to be on the University of Alabama. And I was very fortunate that they decided to uh, ask me to write it and uh, you know, kind of going back and forth on you know, how we were going to go about it, who, you know, which players we were going to kind of choose, um, which you know, luckily they were, they, they kind of left that all up to me uh, in terms of, you know, who to interview and, and who to try to track down. And I you know, really wasn't sure which direction we were going to go in just because you know, I'd covered all these years of Mike Shula and Nick Saban and all these, you know, former Alabama greats who played you know, for those guys, especially during the Nick Saban years. There's so many, um, you know, star players in the NFL right now uh, for Alabama. You know, were we going to really tr- try to track down, you know, those guys and feature more of them? Or were we really going to go back all the way to the Bear Bryant years and talk to, uh, you know, talk to some of the, you know, all Americans, college football Hall of Famers, and then learn more about their recruitment. So, uh, we really kind of just, or I decided to uh, to go back and you know, go all the way back to uh, to Bear Bryant's first recruiting class, and and uh, you know, interview a player from that class, and then you know, work my way up all the way to Nick Saban, and uh, you know, some of the players, that, you know, some of the star players who played for him, and kind of get their backstory, and and uh, you know, there were some you know very interesting. Uh, recruitments there during the Nick Saban years, and um, you know, especially with with guys like T.J. Yeldon, who uh, who flipped his commitment from Auburn to Alabama. Uh, you know, Rashawn Evans, who's a star linebacker now for the Tennessee Titans, who flipped his commitment from uh, uh, or not didn't flip his commitment was was an Auburn guy. You know, pretty much his entire life, he grew up in Auburn, 
parents both went to Auburn. His dad played at Auburn. But on National Signing Day, ends up committing to Alabama over Auburn, which was, you know, a pretty big deal at the time. And, um, you know, we really got kind of the backstory on on what all happened, uh, you know, during his recruitment. But, you know, so many players, um, you know, throughout Alabama history, and I was very fortunate to speak to, uh, you know, just so many Alabama greats, you know, especially during the Bear Bryant years, guys that, you know, I didn't have any relationship with at all. Um, yeah, like I said, cover the shoe and saving years. I knew all, I, I know all those guys. I don't know, uh, you know, really any of the, uh, the, the Bear Bryant era players. So kind of tracking those guys down and, and speaking to them, to them, you know, guys like Cornelius Bennett and, and Marty Lyons and uh, Johnny Musso, um, you know, a couple uh, NFL Hall of Famers and Dwight Stevenson and, uh, and John Hannah. It was, it was really an honor to, uh, to speak to those guys and learn, learn a lot more about their life than uh, than I ever knew. Chatting with Andrew Bone here on Speaking of Writers, his book is The Road to Bama, Incredible Twists and Improbable Turns Along the Crimson Tide Recruiting Trail. All right, Andrew, let's start with the coaches you've been mentioning a bunch of times there, legendary Bear Bryant and Saban. Break down for me a bit the recruiting styles of both and how they adapted their strategy over time. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, speaking with, you know, the former Bear Bryant era players, you know, Coach Bryant just didn't have, uh, you know, he, he wasn't as hands-on in the in, in the recruiting process as Nick, as Nick Saban is. Um, he kind of let his assistant coaches kind of handle all of that. Um, you know, Alabama, you know, was such a, uh, you know, dominant program in the uh, in the 60s and 70s. You know, if, if you came on a visit to Alabama, you know, and Coach Bryant had a, had a conversation with you, um, you know, that meant something. That meant that you were a really good football player because most of the time he would just uh, speak to a group of uh, of the recruits who were all on campus and just say, hey, we want you here at Alabama. You know, you know, if you want to come here, you'll get a chance to win a national championship. If you don't come here, uh, you go somewhere else and we'll beat you. I mean, that was pretty much uh, uh, Coach Bryant's recruiting pitch to uh, – to several of these top recruits throughout the country, and uh, you know, with Coach with Coach Saban, uh, you know, a little bit different. He's a little bit more hands on in terms of, you know, he's constantly, you know, on the phone with recruits, uh, doing FaceTime calls. Of course, we didn't, you, know, you didn't have FaceTime uh, back in the day, but uh, but but you know, neither one of them text uh, text anybody or, or use an email. So Coach Saban uh, never use email, never uh, never text any recruits, but you know, does a lot of FaceTime with uh, with a lot of different players. So. I think that's been a you know a big help for uh, for Alabama, and you know really kind of spends a lot of time with you know each individual player when they step foot on campus. If there's a top recruit uh, that's visiting Alabama, he's going to get those guys uh, in his office, spend about an hour, an hour and a half with them uh, and their families, and really try to recruit them. Whereas uh, you know Coach Bryant just you know, kind of let his assistant coaches go to work and uh, and do a good job there. But you know obviously both of them are legendary coaches. So many players want to play for them because of uh, you know their tradition, their their ability to win championships and also uh, you know send players to the NFL draft and that's what you know I think every every recruit, every top recruit in the country when they're in high school and they're being told how great they are and and uh, you know they have all these scholarship offers, you know their their end goal is to make it to the NFL and um, I think that um, you know Nick Saban does a great job of of uh, you know really selling the program of, of being a uh, you know a de- development uh, place a great development place for you know, for players to go to the NFL. Let's talk about the Tuscaloosa community and the Dreamland Barbecue too, and how have they played a role in winning over visiting recruits, including Heisman finalist David Palmer. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know, Alabama is always known for uh, for for providing plenty of uh, plenty of good food when recruits come in town, um, you know, from barbecue to steaks to um, you know just about anything you you really want to eat when you, you come on campus down there. But you know, I think with uh, you know with David Palmer, you know, he was such an exciting football player. Uh, during the early 90s for the University of Alabama and, you know, also with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, but, you know, he said that, you know, when he visited Alabama, he ended up, uh, you know, just falling in love with the Dreamland Ribs. They really never had them before, and he ate them and, uh, and basically said, you know, that's what won him over. You know, I think, you know, there were probably a few other things that happened, uh, you know, during his recruitment, you know, including, you know, just taking some visits to some – took a visit to Pittsburgh. It was a little cold up there. Didn't really like the, the cold weather. And, you know, uh, Alabama was, um, you know, really recruiting them extremely well. And obviously being an in-state program, uh, you know, that obviously helped out a lot as well. But uh, he loved the Dreamland ribs down in Tuscaloosa. And, uh, you know, they still serve those ribs uh, to this day uh, when recruits come and visit. Chatting with Andrew Bone here on Speaking of Writers. His book is The Road to Bama, Incredible Twists and Improbable Turns Along the Crimson Tide Recruiting Trail. You mentioned a lot of the players, a bunch of the players you uh, feature. Each chapter uh, features a different and profiles a different uh, Alabama recruit and player. The final chapter is Tua. He started his first full game with the Miami Dolphins this past weekend. How do you think he's going to do in the NFL? I think he's going to do well. Um, yeah, I think uh, I'm sure the first game, uh, probably a lot of jitters um, as he uh, stepped foot on the field and, uh, you know, the culmination of, of his entire life of, you know, just preparing for that moment. Uh, I mean, I think he uh, he went out there and, you know, his team got a victory. Um, I, don't, I don't know if his stats were eye-popping to everyone, but, uh, but I think he's going to do quite well. I mean, he did obviously, you know, had an unbelievable career in Tuscaloosa for the Crimson Tide. And I think, you know, there's a lot of belief that he's going to do quite well down in Miami as well. 18 uh, former Alabama players you profile uh, in this book. Uh, any favorite story? Whew. You know, there's certainly a lot of favorites in there. And, you know, it was an honor for me just to speak to, you know, like I said, a lot of the Bear Bryant Air players. Um, you know, Leroy Jordan was, um, you know, probably you know one of my father's favorite players uh when he was a young kid and just you know being such a you know dominant defensive player for the crimson tide and also for the dallas cowboys for several years but um but i you know i would probably lean more in terms of you know one of my favorite stories is probably trent richardson because you know trent richardson was you know it didn't have the nfl career that you know many expected including himself but you know he was such a dominant uh, running back at the college level, he was so good uh, in high school. I remember going and seeing him in high school. And the you know, first game I went and watched him play in high school, he had 419 yards rushing that day. So that was that was pretty eye opening. But he committed early to Alabama. There was a lot of talk that he might flip from Alabama and go to Florida or maybe to LSU. I think his brother was playing uh, Louisiana Lafayette at the time. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk that he might end up, may end up going to LSU, but played at the same high school as Emmett Smith. Uh, Emmett Smith was a mentor to him, and uh, they talked quite often about his recruitment. And he committed early to Alabama, but on signing day, there was a lot of talk that he was going to flip. And that morning, Eddie Lacy uh, had actually committed to Alabama that morning, which a lot of people thought Alabama was only going to take one running back in that recruiting class back in 2009. 
And um, everybody kind of thought, well, that was the end. He's going to get Trent Richardson's going to go elsewhere. Well, you know, Trent told me, he said the night before he spoke with uh, Emmett Smith about his recruitment and said, Hey, you know, I'll listen to you. You need to, you know, please tell me what I should do. Where do you think I should go? And Emmett Smith told him, he said, well, you know, I'm a Florida guy, you know, in my heart, I want you at Florida. That's where I want you to go. But, uh, you know, your running style is very similar to mine. And if, you know, if I had to choose right now, you know, Alabama's the place where you should go. So Emmett Smith played a big role there. And then the next morning, uh, Trent, you know, had kind of had it in his head that he was, he was going to stick with Alabama. That's what he was going to do. Well, he ends up calling uh, Urban Meyer and about an hour or so before he announces, um, you know, he, he ends up signing his letter of intent. And he told me, he said, if Urban Meyer would have answered the phone, there's no way I would have been able to tell him that I was sticking with my commitment. He goes, he said, I would have flipped, to fl- flipped my commitment to Florida. Urban Meyer didn't answer my phone call. And I said, all right, well, even if he calls me back, I'm not answering it. I'm sticking with Alabama. And that's how that went down. Andrew Bone, the book, uh, he, he, along with Tom Van Haren, is called The Road to Bama, Incredible Twists and Improbable Turns Along the Crimson Tide Recruiting Trail. Andrew, thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And this is Speaking of Writers.